0: a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How do you communicate safety to your employees and to your customers? Hello, and thank you for joining us today for another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. My name is Jared Dovers, and I'm your host for today. We are continuing our broadcast from the 50th Tennessee Municipal Electric Power Association Conference here in Nashville, Tennessee. Today, I am joined by Mr. Donnie Hall, who is the Safety and Environment and Safety and Environmental Manager at Johnson City Power Board. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing good, sir. How are you doing?
0: Doing just fine. You're actually going to be presenting um, tomorrow, and you're going to be talking about um, talking about managers and safety programs. Is that right? Yes, sir, I am. Give us a little bit of a preview of what you're going to be uh, discussing tomorrow.
1: Well, they had asked me to talk about what CEOs and managers need to know about safety. I actually took a, a small twist to the topic, and... Basically what I'm going to be talking about is it's not what the CEO knows about safety because at the end of the day, I feel that the CEO and the managers of our utilities, they are the backbone of the safety department. and uh, To me, it all comes back to leadership, trust, and commitment. Sure. Okay. what
0: what has Johnson City, or if you if you could sum up, what your approach to communicating safety and getting safety, uh, getting that culture of safety for your employees has been? What do you guys kind of do there?
1: We do a lot of training, but uh, three and a half years ago when I come on board, uh, I told Johnson City Power Board when they, when they selected me to come in as their safety manager, uh, I come from the construction industry, work for the largest contractor in the world, which would be Floor Corporation. and in the contractor world sometimes you get as far as safety is concerned you get that sheriff attitude and one thing that i i feel as in the safety environment we need to get away from that attitude i'm uh, more about coaching and teaching somebody because if you keep teach somebody to do something you've taught them you've coached them into why we have to go this way towards safety and the biggest thing like we talked earlier is that whatever we implement in a policy or procedure in safety is to get you to go home to your family every day.
0: Right. And it's that, you know, there, there's that big disconnect between, you know, we just, we have a rule, you're set, and uh, you know, you've got to obey this or it's against the rules versus thinking about, I want to go home, I want to be safe, I want my partners to be safe, I want everyone who's at this utility to go home every night to their family. So is that, that's kind of like what you're talking about as far as the culture.
1: Yeah, the culture and, and, you know, the biggest thing is the environment. the environment. Sure. You've got to understand the environment you're working in. In electric utility, we are the top 10, we, well, excuse me, we're in the top 10 most dangerous jobs in the United States. And you have to, as a CEO or a manager or a safety manager, you have to understand and know your environment, what you're dealing with. And uh, that comes from knowing people. That comes from knowing the electrical business and, and being able to coach that to your employees and... My rule of thumb is is back to grammar school. When, when we've got employees, when, when OSHA or TOSHA makes a new ruling or law, some of your older seasoned linemen, they'll say, well, I didn't grow up doing it that way. If you can answer who, what, when, where, and why, and coach them into it and get them the right training and teach them why that law changed and why we have to do it this way now, and, and basically that's what you want to do. Uh, a lot of times companies force their employees into it, but I'm more about coaching and teaching.
0: Sure, I like that who, what, where, when, why. Can you think of a, a specific example where you've something has come in and you've had, tried to explain that to somebody using that framework?
1: Yeah, several occasions at John City Power Board, uh, well, three and a half years ago, uh, in the crane industry, a lot of changes in laws with uh, OSHA and ANSI, ANSI on the crane industry, where well, they were looking to put Digger Derrick into the crane rules and regulations. And, you know, going into it, everybody's like, well, are we going to have to go get certified to run a digger derrick? And is a digger derrick a crane? It, it, does it do a crane work or is it a service tool for utilities? Uh, so we had to answer those questions and, and me come from the construction industry come from the iron worker and, and crane industry, I knew those answers. So when I, when I was able to answer the who's, what, when, where and why's and, and what this law pertained to, then our guys started to say, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. Uh, am I the smartest guy in the book? No. But if you'll teach your employees, and and, and I'll say this, as long as your managers, your CEOs, your presidents, your companies, they take time and invest in training. And so when you're training your employees and you know what you're talking about, you'll you'll get more feedback from them, and you'll get, hey. And you build that trust relationship with them that you know what you're talking about. And, you know, there's there's been several occasions at, at probably every utility that when you come into a scenario you have to answer those five grammar questions who what when where and why and to me when you answer those you'll always find your answer
0: i like that i like that a lot and i think that's true for all sorts of things um so as as a safety manager is it is it your responsibility to inform the manager and teach the manager those five questions for anything that comes in or do you find that the manager works with you answering those questions or how, how's the, how does your relationship with the general manager work towards getting out that culture of safety, that environment of safety?
1: We work together as a team, uh, Jeff and I. Uh, I report to him when we do have an accident. I, I, I start an investigation, and every injury, every accident is different. So uh, it depends on what level it is. Uh, if you know, one thing I say about Jeff Dykes is, you'll never find another CEO, as far as I'm concerned, more committed to his employees when it comes to safety. Uh, we are we are in a test mode for wireless internet. And this was a issue that came up. I was out of town in a meeting with the big ten safety guys here in the state of Tennessee. And when I got back it was thrown in my lap about climbing towers. And somebody said, We're gonna have to use our harnesses or our climbing belts. And I said, Whoa, whoa, time out, let's talk about this. So I yeah, I didn't really know a whole lot about what was going on until I got back from the meeting. And we are in test mode for wireless internet. So I went to Jeff, spoke with him, told him and he said, Do what we gotta do. And, you know, everybody's like, How much money? I went, to tower climbing gear companies. I bought the best that money could buy uh, for about five or six employees, spent about anywhere from five to $8,000 on the best equipment to climb towers. We're not climbing poles now, we're climbing towers. And then I brought in a professional tower climber to come in to train our five guys that we chose to do this. And so we spent time and money and training and answer those who, what, when, where, and why questions. And so yeah, me and Jeff, we work together, I said all that to say this, we work together as a team on answering those questions for our employees, just to make sure that we went above and beyond what OSHA says or what to make our, com- our uh, number one, so our employees understand that we're committed to them as far as safety and we've earned their trust that we're going to do the right thing for them.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing too, you know, it's, it's so important for those employees to feel that it's not just their safety manager that's that wanting them to be above and beyond, but it's also the CEO or the general manager and it's also the board. You know, the, Everyone has that support. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, what about, uh, a lot of people who listen to this podcast are uh, utility communicators, and so they deal—they uh, deal with with uh, employees, but they also deal with uh, getting the message out about electric safety to. Uh, to the customers, to the ratepayers. How does Johnson City handle that? Do you guys have an external safety program or an education program?
1: Yeah, we, we reach out to the community too, and most of that falls to our advertisement department. They reach out to the children, and that's, that's one of Jeff's goals too, is to let the community know how dangerous it is that 7,200 volts kites and playing around Uh, electric poles and all that stuff but most of that falls to our advertisement department they reach out to the community and uh, we have different types of programs for different level children all the way up to high school
0: yeah well I really appreciate you taking a moment here with us Um, and thank you and we're all looking forward to your presentation tomorrow I appreciate you very much. Uh, We will be here for the remainder of the conference, bringing you interviews and insights. To subscribe to this podcast, please visit iTunes or Stitcher. To view more information on Story Connect, including registration for our upcoming conference, please visit us at www.storyconnect. This has been Story Connect, the podcast today, and thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Jared Dovers, and until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South a content marketing company.